0: Hey, welcome to Real Talk episode 196. I'm Todd. This is AJ, and we're back. Do you like podcasts? Well, you're on one right now, so
1: I bet you do. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tried to, he's tried, right. I
0: try to take your advice on the question thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Nice. <laughs> you want like, your yeah. life to be better? <laughs> then I I can't guarantee that, I'm, you but you know should what I'm stick gonna around.
1: Do? As soon as you say that, it's going to say, do you want your life to be better? I'm going (laughs) to go, just zoom in on your face. No one wants that. (laughs) Um,
0: What uh, reason, what he's referencing, and I'm referencing, it says for social media, if you want to grow. Although this technically isn't social media if it's on the podcast. That's true. But we are on the social media platform as well. But it says that you need to ask a question or give them a problem that needs solved, and then the people pay attention. Anyway, what's real talk? If you're new to the show, you stumbled upon us, well, here it is. We're a bunch of guys that love Jesus, love Jesus, trying to figure out life. And uh, we want to give a platform and a way for you to be able to talk th- about the real things in life and get your questions answered. So uh, there's a link somewhere in the description of this video or at least the address to a link. That's www.dot.theremnant.dot.live/slash.real-talk. If you click that, if it's live, or type it into your browser, copy and paste. It'll take you to the website. Go down to the bottom of the page. There's a button that says submit a question. You can give a question you may have about Christianity, God, the Bible, just a, something you're struggling with, maybe a situation. Um, and if you uh, <clears throat> do that, it'll go into our database completely anonymously. Couldn't find if we tried. And we do that for those of you out there that maybe don't have someone to ask questions about to about that stuff. Maybe you're a Christian and just don't feel comfortable asking it in person. Well, this is an opportunity for that. And it's funny because we get this question a lot. Even people that are long-time viewers, they still think that we're lying and that we can find them. We don't really know can't. who you are. Nope, no So clue. you're very safe to ask those questions. And even if you're not a Christian and you're like, I'm ah, not a Christian, but I'm, you're at least curious, um, you're welcome to use uh, that link too to ask us questions and kind of the, maybe the questions you have that you feel like other Christians are either too afraid to answer or you know get aggressive about because that's not our goal either. So mm. that's the gist of it. And then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the world, in our lives, and hopefully it inspires you to find people that you can have those kinds of real conversations with and share life with. Boom. On the other hand, you distracted me earlier, and this is something that people need to know about you, dude. You constantly are picking at something on your body. Dude, And it you know grosses what? me I, out,
1: man. I caught myself, literally, because you just told me right before we started, and then I felt myself doing it again. I think I have this weird thing about flat surfaces. Like, because I feel a bump, or say my, my fingernail is not like... Like because I chewed it, now it's not even. It's like I'm trying to make it even, and it's it's weird.
0: Well, it's a tick, man, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> I could say this because you know I'm an I got OCD stuff myself, mm-hmm. but you are like, um, man, this reminds me of those dogs that chew like pat like literally chew raw spots in their body. Oh yeah, and that's you, man. <laughs> and like, so he was like picking at his face just now his beard right and i'm not yes. only saying this because people i awkwardly had to stop because dude that is so distracting i'm so sorry when you do that and dude. we had just talked to us when we got on the show i know <laughs> and i look over and i see it out of the corner of my eye now that's partially not your fault because i am kind of a squirrel man and that's my ocds i notice every little detail and then i it's very impressive it's not it's actually annoying at times because i <laughs> hyper focus on things so if it's a a sound or, uh, you know, so uh, anyway, I just want to movements. bring up why I froze <laughs> <clears throat> because I'm not joking you 30 seconds before we went on, <laughs> yeah, that's true. but we all got our stuff, man. I, I yep. certainly have some weird ones. So oh. yeah, that's it. That's the gist of it. <clears throat> um, yeah, here we are. So here we are, man. You got to help me out here, man. I feel like I talk all the time. Okay, and everybody thinks you eat. We're around each other all the time. I want you to understand. I'm rambling because you do not say anything in the <laughs> silence. Hey, it just happened again. Yeah. Listen, one thing that I that I
1: talk about mm-hmm. is that I'm a great. I'm a great. What is it? What, what would you call me? I'm, I'm a great. I can't think of another like, term for it. it's like other than like side man. I'm a good side man. Okay, so I'm good at inputting things. While you're
0: talking <laughs> That's fair, man, but like people get tired of hearing me, I think. <laughs> nah, so man, whenever you speak <clears throat> it's good stuff, dude. Well, that might be from you, but, uh, <laughs> but
1: anyway. No, that that is one thing I, I realize that I think I've I've grown some over the years and oh, being sure. able to talk more, but that's one thing, man, is is you're just dude, that's one thing I will just I'll take and take my head off to you, dude, is you are just so good at, at what you do. You really are. And, like, it takes a special person to do what you do. Because I know, like, clearly, for those of you listening or watching, you guys have seen Real Talk Live before with me being the lead guy. And, man, it's it's tough, dude. It's a
0: tough job to do. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't always do a good job with it because of my impatience. But anyway. (laughs) Dude, it's impressive. Uh, So that leads us to a little segment where we give an opportunity for you to share what you're doing, man. You got anything going on? Anything you've been pondering?
1: Yeah, man. I made a little list of stuff here in my paper. Um, one thing, I had a conversation with uh, old uh, Muscles McGee. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, he's all right, guy. He's all right. Yeah. Um, he's a great guy, man. They're family. <laughs> we just talked about the other day. You talk about a family. Now, this is a compliment, what I'm about to say. They're like, like a little house on the prairie. Like, you almost don't believe how kind and sweet they all it's are. It's true, man. His daughter. And I don't want to say her name, but uh, Muscle McGee's daughter, he, his, both of his daughters are incredibly sweet people. Like, they're genuine, incredibly, they're like lights, man. Oh, like, they're dude. They're two girls that are special, man, that, and that they, they shine in, in a Definitely. dark place. And his youngest, she made me some tasty monkey bread, which I enjoyed, as you know. I've been dominating it. Oh, yeah. To, to a, it's good stuff. It's a problem. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, she wrote a little. She wrote a, a card that went with it, man. It was just so nice and mm. so like sweet, and it's almost like almost made me tear up. Just and that comes from all that to say, Muscles McGee and his lovely wife, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Muscles McGee, Mrs. Muscles and, McGee. And uh, man, they are just good people, man, Like genuinely kind, Christ-following good people. It's true, and man. it's cool how when you do that, when there's parents that do that—I mean, hijack—but it's just interesting. No, it's I love it that they it just naturally spreads to their kids, man, a lot of times. Because those those girls, man, are special girls. Yeah, dude. It's funny, because you were talking about, we we, we have a, uh, <laughs> we're going to figure this out. So our middle schoolers that go to our church, they're in this program that's kind of like in between structured, like, children's church yeah. and being in service. It's a, and it points out why they can't just be in service. Because you were actually kind of like, I wouldn't say heading up that ministry today. They're in the main service. They all sit together. Yeah. And you said it was pure chaos and they were being distracting, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember asking you, you said everyone except for <laughs> Muscle McGee's daughter, <laughs> it's true. you know? So it's, it's just true. interesting, man. Uh, anyway, you were yep. talking to Muscle McGee. Anyway, yeah. shout out Muscle McGee. Great shout job out Muscle McGee. And to your beautiful little kind, sweet daughter, both of them, but the one who helped me out little, little gal McGee, little gal McGee. It's yeah. the MCG family. Oh, Nice. Rapper, hey, right, go on.
1: It's the only time I can ever rhyme. Um, <laughs> you just
0: did it again. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. It's the only <laughs> time I can ever rhyme. That was incredible. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, anyway. that's so funny. So <laughs> I thought that you knew that. And I look at you, and you, just were going on. I'm like, oh, that's that's incredible. Incredible. just just speaking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I had a conversation with him. Um, when was it? I think it was last Friday. Yeah, but it was Friday because I was cleaning up from the show, mm-hmm. and we went up talking for like two hours. And uh, one thing it made me realize is that I, I miss the old music days, man. Um, You know, for anybody that's listened or anybody that knows me, you know, I used to play music back in the day, some metal music, you know, and uh, used to yell into a microphone for fun. Um, But it made me realize, man, like those are like, like it. it's one of those kind of like bittersweet things because that period of time was not necessarily a good time in my life because of what I was doing. <laughs> you know that. that yeah, it, yeah.
0: That the word you wrote <laughs> That's so yeah, weird, yeah. but
1: um so, um, not the debauchery, the fact he wrote that. yeah, anyway. that's so crazy. <laughs> um so it made me like miss it in the sense of like how it was cool that and, and this is kind of convicting for me as a believer in where I'm at now, and that's another thing I'll bring up is how old I'm getting, but um, you know, at seventeen years old, I had a you know I had this passion, right, and I just went for it, dude. And it's like, gosh dang it, AJ, you, like, you're capable of chasing things you want to do. And so it's like, it made me miss those times because I remember how like that feeling of like chasing and being on a journey, man. Mm -hmm. Because it was like you know and the excitement and like the anticipation and like the hard work you put in. You know if you know you got a show booked and you know you got you know I remember the first time we played a show and I remember how excited and nervous we were but we were like man like we worked so hard practicing like two or three times a week dude like trying to like get these songs down because we're like we gotta have a set you know and like just all those times man it just made me think of that and I was like I miss those times because not only was it fun but man it was just exciting and I was like it showed it it kind of reminded me that like man I I have that in me of like that that Fire to chase something Mm -hmm. You know It kind of reminded me Of like being a man Mm -hmm. You know But in The fact that I could do that When I was 17 years old Mm. I know I can do that now And and for those of you Who have listened You know I can have I can have a problem With that sometimes
0: What's crazy to me Man Is that You're in the same situation That's so interesting Like I just it was it was exciting times because I was kind of just pursuing and building this thing. I'm like you're in the same situation. It's true. I just <laughs> not it's, musically, but yeah, not
1: musically, but I, exactly. You're right, and so it's like, I think that's why it's convicting. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like makes sense. I right? you know it's the same environment, just different, mm. and it's like man. So if 17 year old AJ could do that, I know 27 uh, year old AJ about to be 28, weird, uh, can do that too. But um, so like, I don't know, man. That that was one thing I thought of. And and it's funny I was talking to Muscles McGee about it, you know, because he used to be in a band too. And We were both, you know, the, the the singers of the group, and so you know we can relate to that on that. And um, you know, it made me think about, you know, it's like, man, how fun would it be just to also maybe even try to get some of the dudes to jam sometime? That'd be fun, you know. And I was thinking about like, you know, nice we got jam. some we got some dudes here that you know we got Louisiana hot sauce, you know, he can play guitar. We got a fun guy. He can he can drum. And it made me go, you know what, man, maybe sometime we can just play some music or something or try to write something. That'd be fun. But, uh, so yeah, that's just a random thought. Did you
0: bring that up to him?
1: No, that, uh, like, I, I told it to Muscles McGee. Yeah, that's I was, what I'm
0: saying. Did you bring that up to him? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did he did, say about jamming?
1: He was like, oh, that'd be cool, man. So, like, it'd just be fun to try to get people together to do it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I just heard his voice saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's man. one oh. thing. Is So I kind of miss the old music days for multiple reasons. Um... Positivity. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, that is a word. Well, you want to be more positive? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you the key to positivity? You better stay listening. That's anyway. right.
1: So one thing is, man, I mean, I I remember I said this to you randomly one Sunday and it was so funny because it was just in the midst of all the chaos of Sundays are. I think we were walking and I was like, you know what, man? You know what I've realized? I just come off as a miserable person. <laughs> I told you that. Yeah. And, um, and it's funny because, like, man, we can choose our mindset, and I've been trying to make it more of a point to be more positive lately. And, and I've realized that the more I focus, you know, once again, it's what we always preach, but, like, it's, it's true. Um, the more you focus on others and the more you focus on, like, a relationship with Jesus, man, like, the more positive you naturally are and you could you know things that might sound harsh or when people are pushing you or whatever it is if you're in a bad mindset it can come off as attacking come off as all these things that, you know mm. but when you are in a more positive place and for me personally when i am in more i am in a more serious relationship with jesus it, it like it it comes off as, like, good. They're pushing me. They're loving me. And, like, I can see the good <coughs> in it instead of the bad because yeah. there is no bad. It's good. So, like, it's the enemy trying to trick me. So that was another thing I thought of was just, I've been more positive the past week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's probably been a couple weeks now, it feels like. But, like, just feeling more chipper, man. Like, more in the spirit. Like, I can feel I can feel God's presence, man. And, like, I know that, like, you know, he's got a journey and an adventure for me. And, like, that is exciting. And I've been able to just love people, you know, like I've just been trying to like put the word out there more, you know, like I post on Facebook last night, you know, like, hey, like, you know, you can change your life today. You know, if you just put your faith in Jesus message me, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, you know, I didn't get any messages, but, <laughs> but hey, it's out there, you know, so hey, like you've done that before and had though. Yes. You? So, yes, I have. So like, it's just like, just trying to like love others, man. Um, and focus on God, you know, for, you know, the most important commandments, you know, love, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love others as you love yourself, man. And, like, I'm just trying to focus on those because, like, that's when more stuff starts being fulfilled naturally. Um, so that's another thing. Um, another thing to, to kind of go off the idea of, like, a relationship with Jesus is, like, man, if we're not applying the Bible or, you know, like, advice from people in your life, you're just playing a game that's kind of what you know it's just a game to you and like that's one thing that i don't want to be i don't want to be a guy who's just playing the game because i hate that <laughs> so like you know i don't i don't want to have a reputation of you know well he just he just plays the game or you know he just says he'll do you know he just says he he he, he he's a christian you know or whatever yeah. whatever yeah. it may be i don't want to be that so you know that's another thing I've no I've realized it's like man like if we're not applying this stuff like it's just a game and it's a joke, yeah. and, and then that makes it a joke to people who need to know Jesus and that's not fair to them yeah, or to team. God, um, you know he's given us that responsibility, um, yep. so that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> sorry, feels like I'm rambling a little no, bit. Man, I just I got this list. Um, one thing that's made me more positive, kind of going back on that for a second, is. You know, I've always had the realization mm-hmm. since I've become saved that I need a savior. But for a long, long time, I stopped acting like I needed a savior, and I feel like there's a big difference there. You know, like it's kind of like not know- knowing, knowing you need a savior, but then living your life like you need a savior. And I haven't. I feel like for a while, I'm not. I have not been living my life like I need a savior. So, like, you know, wasn't as humble. You know, I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't humble. I wasn't. Um, you know, I wasn't really pursuing a true relation with Jesus for a long time. Like, you know, if I were to do something that is part of the disciplines, which is like praying, reading, you know, um, you know, actually in- investing in others, and also like letting people know where you're at, that kind of thing, I wasn't doing it. Or if I was, it wasn't like all in. So like, you know, I feel like I've been tr- I've been getting back to like acting like I need a savior, and instead of just knowing, but acting like what it. What
0: does that mean to act like
1: it? Um, I think it means like truly pursuing a real relationship with Christ. So, like, that means that you pray and you mean it. You pray like you mean it. You don't just make it the same thing. You don't just, like, I don't know, man, you don't you don't just do half-hearted prayers, you know, or you actually read the Word and try to understand it and, like, apply it. Um, you, you know, you actually pursue and invest in people. You try to love people. Um, and, and then you're also honest with where you're at and, like, you know, you open up to people and you let them in because, like, you know, how can you carry each other's burdens that what the Bible says if you don't do that? You know, so just like that, those are the probably the four main points I would say.
0: But, you know, and then there's, I would say there's probably more, but I heard an interesting thing. It's kind of funny. I'm sure God's telling, teaching something about it. I, I stumbled across two things about prayer over the last couple of weeks and something I probably should talk about in our church at some point. But uh, one was from, <clears throat> A Jewish Christian, meaning they come from the Jewish background, but Messianic Christian, I think they call it, or mm-hmm. a Jew, they come from that background, but they're believers. They believe in Jesus Messiah. And he's talking about the word prayer and how it means something different in, um, like, to the Jews, Hebrew, in the Hebrew, than it did, than it does to us, because it's not about, um, praying is not about begging God for things. It's about um, getting, like, getting ourselves to conform to his will. Mm. And that, when you th- think of it, that and that was one interesting thing, okay? So th- that video, and then yesterday, just yesterday, stumbled onto the same, because you said prayer, like, you know, it's all real. So I started thinking about what prayer was to you, and then I thought about all these things connecting. This really old guy, man, he looked like an old sailor. Like it was a video, it was an interview, and it was just nice. this clip. And he said a long time ago. I mean, he did big white beard, like one of the big wool coats. Just it looked like just a guy they found. He goes, "I used to pray for my desires," you know. And then I realized and he was so calm about it, and so wise. I should have saved it. And then he said essentially, "I realized that God." And it's kind of what I sort of talked about Sunday a little bit about wanting our good. But he said, "I realized that God knows." far better than me, what's best for me and everybody's gonna nod, right? Like I mm. I know what you mean, not picking on you, but yeah. I'm saying we get it. But like he went deep, he goes, I never pray for what I want anymore. I just pray, you know, that I um can accept his will and and release it all to him. And it's very interesting, man, because it takes pressure off of prayer and it makes the realization that we're not trying to talk God into something. You know, we're just talking to him about our anxieties, maybe our need, our desires, our needs, but not in the sense of having to beg, but in the sense of, you know, when Jesus said, he starts the whole Lord's Prayer, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on hmm. earth as it is in heaven. Like, you know, it's, it's that aligning, like, hey, we know your, your will even that line we want it to happen here like it is in heaven because it's perfect there why is it because it's mm. in a perfect alignment with his desires it's just interesting that you said that yeah man. anyway no, that's
1: really good dude I, that's what i wrote down I, I just wrote down like accept his will because that's so good and like dang dude that really that really hits because like you know i think that we should you know if god loves us he like like you said like he knows our desires man and like he also, and he also knows what's best for us and sometimes our own desires are not going to be what's best for us so it's like dang dude yeah no joke that's really good um, other than that dude I think that the only other thing I have is that my birthday's in two days that's exciting Um I'm turning 28 it's weird <laughs> it's 10 years since I've graduated high school and that, it feels like it's just been a blink man like I just blunk once and here I am blunk blunk <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> I blunk once. Writing <laughs> that down. in hey, my brain, my brain is uh, apparently my brain's already going out too, it's making up its own words. A blunk. Um. <laughs> Welcome to my life, AJ. A blank, right? Is that the is that the right one? Blank. I think it's just I blink. Like, what were you saying? What was the sentence going to be? Like I was trying to say like blink, but in like a past tense. You know,
0: I blink and it's over with. Yeah.
1: Is it just yeah, blink? Wow.
0: Did you blink? I blinked yesterday. Or ED blinked. Hmm. So, I get what you're trying to do. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Blunk. Like, oh, man, I'm <laughs> looking it up. It probably <laughs> has been used.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. You know, one thing about birthdays for me is like, you know, I used to get really excited about birthdays when I,
0: what? There is a word. Blunk. It does not mean what you think. Blunk means to ruin, mismanage, or spoil. Hey man, this fits my life.
1: <laughs> I subconsciously hey, knew what I was hey. talking about.
0: In some places, that that's from Scotland. And Scotland means that. In some places, uh-huh. people have used it to mean to blench or blink, but that's interesting. Huh. Um <laughs> Oh, again, in yeah, wow, fascinating. In I'm trying. Okay, go on. This just fascinates me. Yeah, it's it's in Scottish. It's a dialect to mean ruin or spoil. That's so funny. <laughs> Look up Miriam dictionary Go on. Okay. okay.
1: So, um, for me, like birthdays, man, like they when I was younger, and when I say younger, I mean like like a, like a kid, like you know, like to, like ten or eleven or twelve. Like, you know, birthdays were like pretty exciting, and I was like, oh, cool, you know, because presents and all this stuff. But like, you know. The older I've gotten, man, like the less significant birthdays are to me. Um, because all it is is a reminder that I'm a year older. And for those of you that listen to the show often, you know that like time messes with me anyway. Mm-hmm. And like it's one of probably like legit one of my biggest hindrances in my life is I, I reflect on time way too much. And like all so when I have a birthday, all it does t- to an extent is remind me that another year has passed and you can never have it back. You know, I, this is kind of a funny story, but it also shows like how, uh, like, how unhealthy my mind can be is I remember when I turned 27. I turned 27 on my birthday, and I went and I took a shower, right? And my mind thought, well, that was the first shower I had when I was 27. I'll never get that back. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, my mind does that stuff, dude. And, like, it's funny to an extent because I remember I told production guy that, and he just kind of looked at me like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: normal. <Yeah. laughs> so... um. So, yeah, dude, it's just, like, I don't know, it's strange, and, like, so I see, like, I see, like, the, you know, it's cool, like, so you get to celebrate another year, you know, another year down, you know, which is cool, and people get to celebrate that with you, and, like, I appreciate it, but it's also one of those times where it's, like, I don't, like, have any huge expectations on my birthday either, because it's, like, it's just another day, Um, probably because it reminds me of the passing of time, so I don't really, like, you know, I appreciate the celebration, but I'm also, like, it's, like, it doesn't have to be this big thing, so, like, um but is that because you will be hurt if you expect it and it doesn't happen? Not necessarily. I just care. Some people. Yeah, like I don't yeah, I don't walk into birthdays thinking it's got to be some big thing. Yeah. Whatever you get, man. Mhm. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah, whatever. Yep. Cuz if if anything it's we're like we're going
0: to celebrate you. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing no one's going to do give you a party and let other people celebrate it. <sighs> Not you. Oh no. That's Clint. A, let's get a big party going. Make sure he isn't there, though.
1: Yep. For, make sure I'm not <laughs> it's my there. My specialty, so it'll be easy. Hey, make sure there's a piñata. <laughs> yep. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, so yeah, that's in two days. Um, strange. So other than that, man, I think I think that's really about all I have. So other than that, that's all I got. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yep.
0: Do you feel like you have to say it real fast or people are going to get bored? I do that myself sometimes. Sometimes. I feel a pressure on that. Yeah, Depending on who I'm talking to. So like if I talk to you guys, I don't feel that way. I've noticed it today. So before we went on the show. Yep. When I talk to you guys, I just, I'm talking like this, normal. But there's certain people I talk to, um, a couple people in particular, that I'm, I'm talking like this because I know they're not listening and I know they're trying to talk over me. So I'm just trying to get it out I'm as fast as I can because I don't yep. think they're actually listening. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I'm trying not to like, It's kind of weird, dude. It's sort of sad. Sometimes it's like I'm trying not to get hurt by them, like cutting me off, you know, or whatever. Mm. Isn't that weird? That is. That is. That's Um, odd. In this case, I don't think you did with us. I think I get the feelings. Reason I ask Mm because you're like, I got to get through this really fast because I'm rambling, right? Yeah, because I'm rambling,
1: and but you don't do that with everyone.
0: No, do you? Definitely. Isn't that not. interesting? No, it's like the people you feel safest with or closest to, you typically won't do that. Yeah,
1: man, because it's like you you know these you, like, you know them, and like you trust them, and it's like you, you know, know that they're they gonna care. to listen sort of, yeah, yeah, it's just an
0: interesting dynamic.
1: Yeah, it's um, like I'm just because I do the same thing. At the end of the day, the reality is I'm just looking at a lens right now, and I can't tell if people are going to be wanting to listen to this. What are or you not. talking
0: about, man? I'm literally looking at all of our friends. That's so. weird. You must look- <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <I'm> not be looking. Wow. Why you call them a lens? But- <laughs> That's weird Sorry guys It's very insulting If you want to walk out You can Go ahead <laughs> That's that guy That always complains Anyway uh, But yeah So yeah that's where I'm at man But uh, I forgot in the podcast He gestured Gestured See I said gestured Gestured towards the door As though someone walked out <laughs> Um. Anyway that's you? all you got yeah. yeah how you doing man How's life Thanks for pretending to care man You're um, welcome <laughs> it's funny you uh it's good to hear your stuff man got me thinking about some stuff Hmm. so i'll start with some random stuff and work my way to maybe one series and then some of it i'm going to wait till after hours oh Uh, yeah i got after hours is for our real ones fan club those that are in that um we kind of go deeper into some things talk about stuff that we don't talk about on the public air Mm -hmm. so if you want to be a part of that go www.thereminate.life slash real dash give go down to real talk give fifteen dollars um, you could be more of that between 15 and 30, mm-hmm. between 15 and 30, you're on tier one, between 30 and up, you're on tier two, 30 and up gets merch plus yep. bonus content, Boom. um, merch once a month, 15 gets bonus content. Um, and either way you're supporting the ministry and a, and a show that gets to, cause it all goes back to the show. Anyway, I want to bring that up so yeah. people knew what after hours were, <clears throat> but one thing I noticed. So yesterday I brought this up to you guys last night. And as one of those random things I brought up and Clint kinda heard me. You were off trying to save the fate of Indianapolis football team. Oh, yep. in your yep. game. Yep. Um, but Clint heard me kinda and uh, production guy did his thing where he schmoozingly looked at me, but clearly wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> which thank you because at least he gave me that devilish smile of his. I realized I stumbled upon our service Sunday, right? The church that sponsors the show. And I went, one, it's kind of cool how things are getting better, other than the lighting. Like, it, like our, show, our stuff, you know what I mean? Our stuff looks, oh, w- worship looks amazing in the lighting. Then I come out, and I look like a decrepit old, like, because of the shadows. You know what I mean? Like, there's one light spot. And everywhere else, I am. A, I literally look like a ghoul just crawling forth, like, let me tell you about Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> anyway Great, so I was man looking man. At, the sh- at that, and I realized something. And this is why it hit me. I don't think I explained this to you. I didn't have the volume on because we're watching this show. Yeah. So I just see myself come on. Dude, I looked so angry. I mean, just rage-filled. And I clicked it because I'm like, man, what? I didn't remember that. Because that was, a pre- in my mind, a pretty encouraging message. So I clicked it, and it happened to be that time where, like, you know who I'm mad at? I don't want to throw this podium at new people. It's all you people that go here. Yeah. Right? Remember that? Yeah. I didn't realize the venom in which my face... Like during that time, because the, my heart wasn't feeling as angry as my face looks. So I oh felt pretty convicted of like, man, I got to be more aware. And you guys know I'm a big proponent. In fact, that day I had talked about, you know, in our pre-service meeting with our team about how we just need to show our joy sometimes, even if it's not for us, for other people. Yeah. So I was thinking <laughs> if somebody scrolled past that, you know, and it, you know how YouTube, for instance, that's what it was on, doesn't give you the volume right away. It just gives you the, and I was like, man, that dude is angry. Um, <laughs> You know, and then I skipped around. I was like, man, I don't look angry there, but I still look pretty, like, serious, even though to me it was a very, like, joyfulish topic. Yeah. So anyway, I really need to work on that and be aware of my facial expressions. Because here's the funny thing, and you guys know this. I say this all the time. People act like I'm like this rage-mongering, angry guy. But if you really know me, I mean, I am sometimes, but... I'm actually a pretty, like, kind of gooberish. I kind of, like, yeah, just have a, have a good time. So, anyway, that's something I stumbled upon. So, for those of you that were there that are newer, I'm so sorry that I seem that angry. Because <laughs> um, I also picked on people that were sleeping. I didn't feel bad about that one. But, like, it was a joke. Yeah. It wasn't picking on them. Like, I mean, I wasn't actually angry about that. Because yeah, yeah. I've done that. I was actually thinking back to a message I was in one time where I was doing that. And I did the same trick I always call them out for, where you fall asleep, but then you wake up and nod. Because it looks like, you know, you think you're tricking the guy that you've been paying attention to. I'm listening. Yeah. So anyway, I got to figure that out. Sorry to those, man, if I seemed like I was angry or if you stumbled across it. I wish. It made me really sad, dude. I was like, man, that is actually... Like Clint was telling me yesterday, if a conviction man change it, I'm not convicted about what I said, but I'm definitely, i need mean, a little convicted about my facial expression. Like, I got to work on that. There's time and a place for it, you know? And oh, uh, I wish you anyway. would have
1: like clicked on it and like instead of you being like the podium thing, I wish
0: you'd be like, you should be encouraged. That'd be <laughs> funny. This is a joyful message. Yeah, well, and humiliating. But yes, uh, <laughs> that is one thing. <clears throat> also notice, it's kind of funny you brought up age. I feel like, and, and I get it through the eyes of the beholder, but I was like, I literally feel like I looked decrepit and that's mm. something I can't change. Um, <clears throat> and I showed you a picture. Now, you try to be encouraging. I showed you a picture from last year, mm-hmm. last summer, and you were like, I was like, look how young I looked from one year ago. And you were like, dude, I think you look better now. Yeah. But I didn't see that at all, dude. Mm. I think I... It was just... Why am I bringing this up? Todd, you're so shallow. I'm a human. Don't act like you don't look in the mirror before you go to work. Uh, anyway, it was just like crazy, man, you know, because I'm like, yeah, it's just wild how time... Passes by. Mm-hmm. Next thing, incredibly sore. I'm sore than I've been in a long time. Uh, oh,
2: yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so I was
0: really sick last week, which on live, I feel bad about that, too, because I, I went and looked at myself. Dude, you should go back and look at live and look how sick I looked. Like I, You could tell I was sick. But You, you did a great job. Ah, uh, Well, thanks. No, it's, good. it's just interesting. It's been a weird week. I'm so sore, so why? Well, we had yesterday a flag game. Mm-hmm. No, not yesterday. I'm sorry, sorry. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, we had a flag football game, which we're coming to the end of that. Then we're gonna win the championship this week, and I um, or at least go to the championship game. Then I uh, <clears throat> then we came back. This was on Sunday. We had church that day. Yep. So after church, we go to this game. We come back. We have like a couple hours, and then we went had men's group, and then we had basketball. We play basketball, dude. I did, and we played hard. And I am telling you, yesterday particularly, mm-hmm. how sore we all were. <laughs> but, and you kind of made fun of it because yesterday evening we all were sitting around and I we got up and everyone was going, oh,
2: oh.
0: <laughs> and I'm telling you, dude, I have not been that sore in a long, long time. <laughs> My entire body. Oh, yeah. Uh, because we just... Man, played so much stuff. So why am I sharing that? It was just something that I'm still dealing with. Yeah. My leg, as it's bent right now in this mm-hmm. chair, is still sore.
1: Oh, yeah. My knee hurts <clears throat> terribly.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're falling apart. Yeah, I biffed uh, it bad. So this leads to another thing that kind of ties in with, get your guys' input on this, mm-hmm. ties in with a little bit maybe the angry-looking face. So let me tell you a situation that occurred Sunday Okay, at basketball. You already know where I'm going here. <laughs> So I walk into basketball, oh, yeah. men, you know, a bunch of our men at church go play basketball after men's group pretty late, mm-hmm. and I see this guy, looks pretty athletic, <clears throat> he's over there kind of shooting, I never recognized, I didn't I didn't see him, recognize him, so I come in, I walk in into this place where you play has a kitchen right off the basketball court, yeah. and I walk in, and I go, yo, who's that guy? <clears throat> and fun guy Austin was like, oh, that's a guy that one of our friends Zach brought, mm-hmm. that he plays at the Y with, and I literally said, oh, okay, cool, and he goes, yeah, man, he said... <laughs> Fun guy said this for some reason. He's like, Yeah, he seems pretty, like, kind of a nice, charismatic, uh, you know, confident guy. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome, you know. And I said, Let me tell you something what's going to happen. And I said this within four minutes of being there. Go, by the end of this, that guy is going to come at me in the <laughs> game. Somehow he's going to try to take me down. And everybody kind of goes, Yeah. And guess what happened by, the, by that game? And if he's watching, man, we ended up, it was cool, right? But I, and, and for some reason, if this guy happens to be watching, you might be able to speak into this. Because I tell you guys this all the time, and I kind of make it a joke because it seems silly, but it's a real, I don't know about insecurity, but it's, I don't like this. For some reason, and by the end of the game, this guy is pummeling me. You saw it. Everybody <laughs> saw it. Am I wrong? Oh, it- Like, he was guarding me like it was the NBA championship, and I am Michael Jordan. <laughs> Newsflash. I'm not Michael Jordan. Okay? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. So, he was playing other people, and the weird part is, just in case you're like, oh, maybe he plays everyone. Not like that. No. Because he had guarded other people first. Second time me played, he guards me. And he is on me, dude. Pressing me. You know, I mean, beating me up. I'm falling. <clears throat> now, I'm a competitive guy. I did not get angry. I didn't. Am I wrong? Like, I didn't get angry as far as outwardly.
1: I don't know. I if, you got, if, you, if
0: you did, tell me. No. Uh, Clint, you were on my team. I don't think I was angry. So, which is... Or showed my frustration. Now I smiled and laughed a bit because there were some times because we do. If you know, if you play basketball, this will interest you. Like in the street or with people, you know, like you don't have refs, so defense calls their own fouls, right? Yeah. If yeah. you foul, you it's kind of this honor system. Yep. You call, you call a foul. It's not perfect. It didn't happen. to not get called a foul. Just pummeling me. So I'm, I laughed after one of them because it was so ridiculous in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I didn't say anything. I just kind of, you know, not snotty, just kind of playfully. And he chucks the ball at me. He goes, hey, if you're going to laugh about it, take it. You do understand. and started to lecture me on the, how that wasn't a foul. And then I go, he's wrong, by the way. If you're on here, love you, dude. Because uh, I do like him. We ended up talking after. Yeah. Um, and you were part of that. But So at that point, I hadn't said anything. This has been all day. And I finally did say something. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't breathe because it was so exhausting from flag. But I looked up and I go, dude, did I say a word to you? And he's like, you know, it kind of got heated. And somebody pe- people thought there was gonna be a literal fist fight. Mm-hmm. Right. And a couple of the guys came over and it, it, it ended up not being. And we talked after, and it was cool because he was new and just competitive. He's like, I'm competitive, so saw you competitive. Now before and and genuinely I'm saying this, we're cool. And I like the guy. I hope he comes back. Yeah. I like competitors. And he and he brought up a good point. He's like, when you don't know people, you don't know what they're like, whether they're competitive and they're cool at the end, or whether it's like mm-hmm. but here's my point in all this. Something about me, and it's not just in sports. You, tell me if I'm wrong. Honestly, Mm -hmm. guys, if I'm just seeing this from my own insecurity, I want to know. Yeah. But you've been around. They, people naturally, if they're, particularly if they're like a strong personality, like kind of a leader type or whether they're um, just, I don't want to say alpha personality because I don't like that, but kind of like just a in your face kind of a person, aggressive person. It doesn't matter what I do. It feels like they want to be. I am a rival to them, yeah, and they want to take me out, mm. right, in whatever capacity that is. And I've thought a lot about this, and I've asked questions to you guys because you might go, "Well, Todd, it's because you talk a lot." No, I don't. I haven't been, and I've even been working on, like, even like saying, like, oh, you know, that kind of stuff. How did I know that that was going to happen before I even knew the guy? Because it happens all the time, and the question remains. And it's happened even at like, I think of a certain guy. I'm trying to think of a, a name for this guy that you guys don't know who I'm talking about. There's a guy named Adam. You remember a guy mm-hmm. named Adam? Remember when he first came to church? Yep. And it was, seemed odd. Yep. Because for no reason. And he's kind of a go-getter type guy. Yeah. I And I I feel like, especially when I meet people, I'm pretty like, I go out of my way to not come across in an, in a... Aggressive, domineering, you know, that kind of way. Sure. So my question to you guys is, why does that happen? That, how did I know that was going to happen? Because I know... Okay, and I'll give you what other people say. In case you're thinking... One other theory just put out there. People mm-hmm. have said... Let's say it's in sports. Because it happens in flag too. Todd, you're good. They can tell that and they want to take you out. But here's the thing in basketball that day. I was so sore, dude. I literally... He didn't know me. I wasn't very good. I missed... Fifteen layups, like I just looked like a guy. No, I don't. Know, maybe I looked at athletic. Still, I can understand that argument if you're mm-hmm. trying to. But as far as skill, I wouldn't have looked if I came in and gone. Yeah, that guy's a top dog. I want to beat him. Yeah, like there would be nothing that would make me think that. So, it, yeah, it's a it's a confusing thing for me because mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> you know, I don't like that somehow that is what happens.
1: I know that we've said this before, and I think it still. And rains, I know we talked. I just said it said it true on camera. Yeah, I, and I think that. You man, like, you have a like like you're a big personality. Like you have like. But what? Okay, keep going. Sorry. So like, I have questions. But so wait. so the word so the word that comes to mind. I was and I was that's why I was on my phone. I was looking it up just to make sure I was right. Is polarizing. That's a word for you. Yeah, it's it's polarizing. People are either all in or all out. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, um, and again, um, I you know so as far as like why people be all out. Or at least at first they are, I don't know. I couldn't answer that. But I just think that you just have a big personality, man. Like I think people can tell you're a you're a natural leader. Um mm. people can tell that um that you are your competitor for one. And that's just in not even in sports, but in life. Like you like you you want to bring the best and you want to you want the challenge. Yeah. And so like I think people can sense that in you. Um, and I don't know, man. That's just two things. But like that's just you're a different kind of person.
0: Yeah, and for those watching, this isn't an ego thing. Like, I genuinely, the guys know this off camera. This is a real, like, almost insecurity, but sort of like, unless it bothers me. Yeah. It's a real thing. And sometimes Mm -hmm. when I share, I think people think that I'm just saying this because I want to be like, yeah, tell me I'm awesome. No, I don't, because I don't feel awesome. Mm -hmm. So I believe you, and I certainly agree with you that I'm polarizing if you meet me Mm -hmm. or if you just hear me speak. Sometimes, though, it's like the first, before a person even, because I was thinking about the fact, like, that I play, I think I played a game before. Um, I think we played a game before. I we ended up playing them. I can't remember, or did we play them right away? I th- oh, we played I first, think, didn't?
3: Yeah. we? Yeah, we played first, and I think we did play him right away. Okay, and he because I remember going, oh yeah, this guy. Okay, i kind of feeling him out, seeing how he was playing, and I was like, okay, mm,
0: yeah, he's an athletic we'll guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I get that's a great point. I couldn't remember. So in this scenario. It's a first impression, almost type thing, right? Or maybe, maybe I do something in the games I don't even know I do, even if I'm not talking. Do hmm. you get what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in case you're thinking, oh, you're aggressive and you beep. No, I don't. I don't. Um, in fact, I don't even go down in the aggressive area typically for two reasons. One, um, I've gotten hurt numerous times, including the broken nose. Yeah. People just bash me, it, and I'm a competitor, so if I go down there, I'm gonna fight for the ball and crap. Yeah. And I just don't want. Secondly, I know I'm pretty big, so like I love our f- guys, and like I don't want to even be a part of that. You know what I mean? Like yeah battling down there so i i don't understand how how he how he got there you know Mm. did he give you any indication of that when you were talking to him aj which is pretty cool aj went and talked to the guy after he's like man i feel like i need to love that guy because you and him kind of he ended up you kind of competed with him too later on yeah do i think partially you did that because he came at me yeah which is cool (laughs) because you went off but my point (laughs) is you know maybe he did give you a clue to that did he give you a clue to that i'm trying to remember yeah because it came up somehow, because he definitely
1: came up to me after he talked to you. The biggest thing, man, is just he mentioned that, like, you're a big competitor. Like, really? Yeah. Because he said, like, now, you know, I think that part of it is that, you know, he he's played basketball, like, mm-hmm. at, a like, collegiate level yeah. sort of thing, so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, he's, like, probably more technically sound than a lot of people mm-hmm. in the game, mm-hmm. and, like, I think that when it, and and he kind of mentioned that he's like, you know, it's kind of what you said. Like, he's like, it's hard to feel people out of how, what, how they do things Mm -hmm. because so he's like, you know, so he, I think had some, some disagreements with how, like how things went Uh as far as like, you know, you know, semantics of the game sort of thing. Like I know how to beat someone to a spot on defense. Okay, like okay. I can get there. And that's why he didn't think there were fouls or, or whatever it was. Sure. So like well, that, kind yeah,
0: yeah. So it's, it's anyway, that kind of thing. It's that kind of thing. And so, but yeah, but that, okay. So that makes sense. So, but, but that, that, that would make sense why there was a disagreement. Right? could buy an argument, but why did it come up? Why he came at me so hard from the beginning? So, and this is, Woo, you almost
1: killed me. <laughs> uh, keep on your toes. Yeah. Um, so the, the
0: pe- by the way, I completely forgot we were filming. I just thought we were talking. This <laughs> so is how like, we actually talk. Yeah. yeah,
1: so here's the thing. And 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 I and I made this point to him too cuz I actually asked him this okay. because he said one thing that he thought was like, well, he laughed. So then I was like, okay, yeah. like if you want to disagree, I was like, well, I've heard I heard you laughing too, dude. Like you were laughing at stuff. So like yeah. what's the difference? And he's like, "Oh, there isn't." I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so like that's weird and yeah. so like you know again if you're watching dude like you know it's just one of those things where i was like okay it's kind of odd but like you know whatever See, Not A real nice
0: deal. guy by the end like, yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. super yeah. cool dude man yeah. but I like i genuinely hope he comes back absolutely and now that i know he's a competitor it will be fun yeah because he yeah. is a challenge you know mm-hmm. like he's a, he's a guy that can play oh anyway, absolutely so,
1: so like you know i think for him and that's what he said he's like I'm a competitor I love the play mm-hmm. you know and he's like you know and he's like I don't know you know I walk into an environment that I don't really know so I don't know how things are going to go yeah. you know he's like I've, I've played it in he's you know I've played it in multiple different angles you know sometimes people don't even call fouls you just play through and I'm I can do that or you know you know or whatever Which I get all that again
0: sure. have no issue with even how I just think it's interesting that he came at me immediately mm-hmm. versus and did he give an indication of that he was like he guarded not, other people first, mm-hmm. right? He he I wasn't the first one he guarded. He did not guard them that mm-hmm. way. I mm-hmm. think that he Or did he imply anything? He didn't imply
1: anything. I think that based on I think he and this is him probably like as a ball player. Yeah. yeah. He's probably that's the best player. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Definitely not. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he got that. Well, because he even <laughs> well, complimented I, I'll you I'll without you even knowing. Like yeah. he was like,
1: he's got a great left hand, he's a good ball player. That's what he said. Uh-huh. So he was like, so you know, he mentioned that. The irony um,
0: of me being a good ball player in basketball. So, anyway, <laughs> so like had, you know, and the then and then
1: I think down. he and he said I could tell he's a competitor. He did say that he's like I can tell you guys a competitor. So I think that part of it was probably him kind of right. matching that makes, matching the intensity. What he
0: thought the intensity was. Sure, sure, okay.
1: And then I would say the only thing that I you know I thought that you know like w- the only thing that was weird was like how he mentioned the laughing thing. I was like yeah, but you were laughing too. Like I, you know, that was kind of a you know, mm-hmm. didn't really get anywhere. But here
0: is the weird part about that. That only happened after. Like we already started. Mm-hmm. So, so it sounds to me like I, I get where he's coming from. Like he's justifying it to you or to sharing with you after we, he started guarding me already. So he's kind of implying like I did that because this was happening, all these mm-hmm. things were happening, but it was immediately. <laughs> That's the part that I think is interesting. So maybe well, it is, maybe I mean, he thought I was, you know, it's hard for me to see that because people, again, people that don't know me, you guys yeah. know me really well. So yeah. you know, for instance, that my issue is not being arrogant. It's actually the other way around a mm-hmm. lot of times, even though it doesn't, it, I don't, I don't present that to people. Yep. Like I have insecurities even about a lot of stuff. I'm athleticism. Like yep. I don't see myself the way you have told me that I am. Right. Which sometimes maybe actually is insulting to people. Mm-hmm. I've considered that. Like because they think that I'm being um, patronizing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? In ways yeah. like like if I if I because I've asked myself if I say I'm as athletic as you you have implied that I am. Right. Yeah. I have thought about this. Then some of the times I say things genuinely um maybe complimenting someone if they think that too or or just kind of tear myself down they think i'm being patronizing because i don't know that if it's true mm-hmm. does that make sense that yeah. i that i am like that sure so it makes sense to me the only rational thing and i think it's c- cognitive dissonance is clashing it's my view of myself if you're saying if he said like he could t- he could tell i was quick and i don't know our my quickness level compared to him if it looks c- comparable mm-hmm. when we were playing or oh, what, sure or, or if it's like you know what i'm saying like I don't. I don't feel like he's way faster than me. So if it looked like if he could look at me and be like, okay, that dude's pretty explosive, he's mm-hmm. moving. Then maybe he, I could get behind the hole. He's a good player, yeah, and that's why he want to come. Oh, definitely. But I, other than that, I don't. Even that fell apart because I'm like, I genuinely missed 25 shots. So if you never seen me play, yeah, I guess if he if he saw me he was like, okay, that guy's pretty fast. I mm-hmm. wanna I wanna battle the strong but, fast guy. Yeah, here's, but if it's because he thought I'm good, I'm like, I don't get that. You get know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Skill wise, Here, I think the it's
3: saying that you you for you one you forget that you are. Yeah, you played at a higher level, so not basketball, but yeah, not at basketball, but but for for football, and that that does put in and and that athletic competitiveness. One, he's going to feed off of that a hundred percent you're a competitor cool but also i'll speak to you from the the strategist mind of this i'm not a basketball coach so i'll preface that that way but if i'm thinking of this from a purely a coaching standard my job once i see you play is to take you out of the game not in an aggressive way sure but to I get to, it. because you have a effect on the court and and the fact of like you have a gift whether i think it's hard for you to see of the cognitive dissonance oh, you are a leader in sports as much as you are a leader in your life mm-hmm. and when you you are like a a actually you have a friend that told you about this the fire analogy is very good oh yeah you can ignite yeah. each other the other players fire on the court and make them become competitive even mm. when they're the most docile of players gotcha. which will make their level of play go x go up exponentially when they're playing with you mm. And also because your personality is so big and that fire is so big, it also will affect the other team. Gotcha, and you can see that on the court developing. It's why if, if I you mean play like against, if they
0: shrink back and, the, and they you, will and start they, to shrink, and back. then he notices it on his own team doing that, and it kind of gets him fired up and mad well, or something. Sure, that yeah. I can, I guess I could see. And, sure. and
3: another big thing is to stop you from scoring. I, I'll be honest on the strategic side of size, I want you to. St- I'm going to start interrupting your shot earlier. I want you to get frustrated at the shooting. I don't want you necessarily get frustrated at me because I've noticed that that will just increase the competitive spirit. <laughs> but I want you to get it frustrated at the the process because then it will. Have the adverse effect on your team. Yeah, yo, know, that frustration. Unless you have stronger players that are with you, like say production guy Blake, or things like mm-hmm. that, that are able to balance that out at times, mm-hmm. you will. The team will have that adverse effect as well. Yeah. On top of that, and you can feel that, you can see that on the court. If you if you know what you're looking for when you see players on the court, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's basketball or anything really, you can see it in, in flag games that we play. There are people that are on the other teams that you can tell. Like if you can mess with that guy, mm-hmm. the whole team will fall apart because he is their. For lack of a better word, part of this radio tower, the part of this 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 beacon that's on the field that is keeping yeah. his players in the game.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And 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 I will say this: like when I play a sport, and you guys know this, I typically want to guard the best guy. Yeah, or a guy that I think is usually in my mind, and maybe that's why it bothers me because there's usually two reasons I want to I would want to guard a guy. One, I genuinely think he's good. Mm-hmm. Two, I think he's cocky, and I want to be like you're a know, freaking. And I guess that's the one maybe deep down I'm insecure that I don't want to ever come off that way because mm. um, as you're talking. Uh, but but it's interesting because it does take place even... And by the way, I enjoyed playing against that guy after I knew it was done. Like, I'm kind of the same way. If he wanted to not call fouls, I would have played a lot differently. And, mm-hmm. like, and he did a good job. He's an athletic guy. So I have nothing but compliments for him. It was more of just he certainly... Well, and this is where he and I will disagree. He definitely fouled me numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, which again... That's fine. I fouled him later on when I, the second time we played, because I'm like, I'm playing now. The
1: game of basketball is so subjective. It's it real Oh,
0: because there's, I just, fouls, <laughs> every play, <dude>. there's <laughs> fouls every play. There's fouls every play. Oh, yeah. Um, and football is the same way. Yeah. So, it, you know, I'm not, sorry, guys, for those that don't like sports. To me, it's not really about sports, it's symbolism of like, that is something, man, that, yeah. that I've even had, and I've talked to you guys about this, and maybe it is an insecurity or a hurt since getting real talk. So I've even had family members, okay, male family members that I look up to who I who I defer to. You guys know my personality. You've seen me defer to them in their room, and I yeah. do that out of respect, and they still treat me as a rival. Hmm. And sometimes I'm like, man, like, dude, I don't view myself the way you think I view myself. Yeah. You get what I mean? Absolutely. Well, you you two, of course, know, because we've, for everyone that's listening, I genuinely forget, again, we're filming. I t- I've talked about this with you guys before because it is a thing that, it's not that I'm afraid of competition. It's not even that I care in the sense of like, why are they – put? it's just I don't – if I'm doing something wrong, you know what I mean, then, then I want to change it. If it's because I'm just who I am, then I need to stop. I need to, to accept that, and I don't want to dim my light for about – because I'll do that sometimes. So that quote yep. from John Eldridge that says, you know, um, be who you are and let the world – or let the world feel the weight of who you are and let them deal with it. Yeah. And that's a – I've always thought that was really powerful because I've always struggled with that, you know. So, yeah, it's something that really – it kind of is bigger than sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess I do get, like sometimes you can see a person. So much of our communication as humans is nonverbal.
1: Yeah. Like, you
0: can look at someone often and sense, you know, some level of, you know, whether it's confidence or whether, you know, Aryans and, and it could be either. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's cool that you always want to go talk to those people, man. That's a gift you have. Mm. I was telling them when you went to do it, I go, it's interesting about AJ is he's able to go talk and challenge people. And it goes back to what I said. And if you challenge them, I actually used to have, you were probably weirdly enough, dude, I've always been this hard and competitive. That mm-hmm. hasn't changed, but I don't know if I would have went and talked to them the way you do, because you will challenge that kind of stuff with new people. But one of the things I think is cool about you and a gift you have is you can go challenge someone and they don't take it as a threat. Mm-hmm. Like they take it and the, and the stuff, dude, you've challenged people's stuff that I'm like, freaking, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I remember one guy particularly. <laughs> came and played and you just called him out <laughs> yeah i i felt it's rare for todd Blaine to feel like man this is uncomfortable because you just called this dude out yeah. <clears throat> and but what's cool is they respond to that in such yeah. a and i think it's you know you you your humility probably just shows itself so mm-hmm. anyway that's something that i just that happened you know a guy that could tell me how it comes off and knows, knows basketball mm-hmm. is triple b triple b if you're watching either text me or maybe even put it in the comments or on the uh the link i'd love to get your opinion on oh, that he was there wasn't yeah. he? yeah and triple b <laughs> he was talking to maybe it was austin or someone he saw the whole thing And i love when he's there because he's a competitor too mm-hmm. dude by the way can still shoot the lights out oh yeah absolutely. but that guy um he laughs when he sees competitions because like he he doesn't get mm-hmm. he doesn't view that as bad so i love when he's yeah. there because he gets it oh yeah but he saw it so i'd be curious to get his opinion on that mm-hmm. of like if One, if the guy was following me, <laughs> but two, like just if he knew, if he knows why from basketball yeah.
3: perspective, oh, I know for a fact he said he was following you because he was talking to people on the sideline and he was like, Oh, yeah, he's followed the crap out of that. <laughs> he was, man. Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, that was cool, but I do like that guy a lot. He came and talked to me after you talked to him. Yeah. And it was funny because you asked me how I felt. And it's funny how the Holy Spirit is, man, because immediately I told you, I go, Stinking Holy Spirit. Um, not blaspheming him. He knew what I meant, God. Yeah. But I was like, uh, immediately my heart softened as soon as I talked to him. And like, <laughs> what a cool guy, cool story. Yeah. Um, I genuinely, you know me and my gut feelings on people. Seems like a good guy. Oh, like absolutely. Like a genuinely kind, good guy. I hope he comes around. I know you invited him to church. I did too. I'd love to see him again. Yeah, he's, man. He's, I need to let Zach know that too. Mm-hmm. our friend who invited him because I did genuinely like the guy.
1: Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> he's a cool dude. Anyway,
0: <clears throat> and I hope he comes back and brings that same competitive because now that I know that's how he is, mm-hmm. let's go. Um, Because Josh and I are like that. My friend Josh. You know, we, I don't even worry about fouls. It ain't going to happen. We just play. Like <laughs> but here's the cool thing. He, I know he's not going to dirty foul me either. Hurt yeah. Me. That's right. true. I don't want to ramble. There's a couple of things I could talk about, but I've went went on. I that's guess, good stuff, man. Keep going. <clears throat> one thing I will say, because some of this I'll talk about. I have a lot. Yeah. You, you kind of inspired me. One of the things I had to kind of admit, man, going back to the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who I am sometimes. And this is hard to admit. It's funny how is, I'm so thankful that God is patient with us. And we've talked about this on the show before that. Can you imagine if he made us aware of all of our, our weaknesses and our, mm. our faults all at once and tried to make us change it all at once? We'd, we'd blow up. Couldn't oh, yeah. No. So a lot of times, he, this is what I've noticed, he will pick at something, we'll make a little change, and then he'll come back to it. Because we haven't fully changed it, right, so mm. it seems like with God, and then he'll come back, so this is an area that like hard to admit, you know when I think about how I view things sometimes, excuse me, sometimes, I know my heart, so let's say a lot of people wouldn't believe this, I have a very probably too tender of a heart, honestly, if you can have that. I really do my heart of hearts, if you really knew me, and sometimes I get mad about that and and I'm very. Naive, so I don't trust well, but that's because I naturally want to trust everyone, right, and that leads to hurt and yeah, and like I'm very loyal, you guys know that, like if I feel like you're friend or loyal, so I was thinking back to kind of how I view things, and I'm never going to stop feeling like part of what i'm passionate about is calling out and separating the Christ from American Christianity, meaning I don't want to muddy the waters with what we consider to be well, this is what good Christians do, but it's actually not what Jesus would want us to do. Do You get Mm, what I mean? Yep. Or it's accepted and it's not. So, for instance, we talk about a lot, unforgiveness or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the idea that we we ostracize people who have repented of sins, you know, all those things that we shouldn't do. But I think that a lot of times, man, one of the things I've had to come to grips with the last few days is, How I when I so let's say I joke with you about how I'm kind of your future man. I used to be just like you in the sense of sort of the the positive side. And I Mm -hmm. think I was. And so I started thinking of the difference. And part of that came from Sunday. Um man, I think, and I have it written here. I I was hurt pretty bad by people, you know, even so I made mistakes in my life, and then I got deeply hurt by people just people use my sin to justify their own sin against Mm. me. And it was really, really hurt. It's man. hard, man. It, I was really hurt. I'm not gonna lie. And I think I let that hurt turn to anger, which turned to unforgiveness, which then turned to bitterness. Mm. And it's affected the way that I sometimes the goggles through which I view the world. And that's less, less hope, probably. Yeah, man. And just well, and less allowing myself to live out of the my real heart for people. Mm. And You know, I'm kind of, I guess, using this as a public repentance of that, too. If I just, it's something I need to catch, and it makes me sad. It makes me sad for you guys out there listening, you know, Book Nook and uh, Um, Pod Squad. Pod Squad, all you guys that watch the show and listen to the show is how I've presented myself, because I I joke about that I've listened to old episodes, very old ones, and then even the last few years, and it's like, man, I, I just, it's so funny how you can slip into that and not know it. Yeah. And I'm not saying I've been in it the entire time. Sure. But I think I come in and out of it more than I want to admit. So yeah. I, I need to forgive people, man, that who I need to forgive some people in my heart. And I think there's kind of two ways to look at forgiveness as a Christian. And I think sometimes knowing the difference might help us. One is the forgiveness that we should offer when someone asks for it, when someone repents, right? Yeah. We let it go. Then there's a type of forgiveness that we offer people who aren't going to to ask for it. And what I mean by that is, is when I say forgive them, it means let go of punishing. Let it's go, good, of, the, let go in the, of the idea that I can do anything about it and still see them as worthy of love and forgiveness and mercy. And I think that second one is what, I, what I've struggled with. I think I forgive pretty easily people who ask for it. Like, that's part of my soft heart. <clears throat> but I think that there's people in my life who I have nothing to do with anymore who, who have never sought forgiveness from me and and I truly believe have sinned and hurt me deeply, people I trusted. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I've let them kind of color my view of other Christians, make me leery. And I've I've kind of in a weird way, I'm talking to them a lot. So say I'm talking to a crowd, I'm talking to you guys, even sometimes when I slide into those moments, I'm sort of angrily talking at them through you, mm. whoever you is in that moment. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've recognized and I need to change because one, it's not a good reflection of Christ and two it's not even really who I am because when I'm alone I that's not who I am. I don't hate those people. I'm yeah. hurt because I loved them. Mm. And they hurt you know, I'm about to get emotional. They hurt me. You know, and there's people in family, but also people I used to work with, people that went here to our church, some of the people that have watched this show. I need to I need to forgive them. And by forgiveness it doesn't mean I got to be buddies with them or even like them, but I, you know, they're still made in the image of God. I need to release the idea that it's my job to punish or avenge or any of those kinds of yeah, things, man. you know what I mean? Yep. So that's something that I've kind of come to grips with, and, you know, your example in some ways has been cool, um, and it's cool that you probably don't know that, man. Like, I've been convicted sometimes by your positivity, mm. and that's something that I'm going to, I want to grasp again, you know, I want to get a hold of again, uh, because that's I, I kind of come in and out of it. mm so anyway, that's man, it. Well, to, my apologies to ramble to you guys.
1: To encourage you real quick, man, you know, my positivity, especially in in my faith, man, was inspired by how you do it, man. So like, you know, to to kind of flip it on you, like, <laughs> you know, my my positivity was was formed by how I learned from you and how like how you approach things and your heart for people and like your hope. So like, mm-hmm. you know, to help you, like I know that's in you because I learned that from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So
0: well, thanks, man. I appreciate. Yeah, absolutely, that. dude. Yeah, and I think that's kind of confirmation because you're probably right. Like, I think I, you know, that that actually is confirmation that I need to <laughs> live out of, you know, and that goes for you guys too out there. You know, sometimes we think forgiveness means you have to be okay with what people have done to you or like be friends again with someone. And I I think that you should try to do that if someone repents. Sometimes I think there should truly repent, right? Who's a Christian and and give them mercy and maybe grace in the sense of like. I want to try to treat this person. Maybe I can't be in relationship the same way, but I, I want to move towards them in some capacity. Mm. At least for me, that's how I feel. And then there's a forgiveness of people that you may never talk to again, which just means releasing the idea that you can do anything about. Right, man, just let it go. So, it's mm. really good, dude. I um,
1: <clears throat> appreciate you sharing your heart, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. So... That's it. Appreciate you guys listening and, and letting me vent to you. You yeah, too, okay. but also you guys
1: out there. Yeah, man, it's good stuff. Hope you guys took something from this pod squad or book nook. Yeah. Or who Not who sure if listening. any
0: of you guys can. If you can ever relate to it, I'd love to hear you too and have you hear your insights on it. Mm-hmm. We do have some good questions we want to try to get into. Um, yes, sir. So we're gonna get on. Uh, sorry, apparently I had.
1: Oh, you're fine, dude. I know that. Um... <laughs> I lost my thought. Never mind.
0: <laughs> no, I, I didn't make it easy. So we'll go into some questions. I'll start. You ready? I'm Number ready. One. Thank you. These are, if you're new to the show, these are questions people sent in, and I, they're, it's awesome. <clears throat> Here we go. Number two. You said in your pre-recorded episode on Tuesday that it was hard to answer the question about marriage when you don't know more specific details. What if you've tried and tried, but you feel like nothing ever changes, and it doesn't matter what you do, but you're always the one trying, and you're so tired that sometimes you think it'll be easier to just. Run than to stay. How do you hold on to God's promises in that moment and not just leave? How do you choose to love them still?
2: Hmm.
1: I think first thing that comes to my mind, and I know again, much easier said than done, especially the application of this. But the realization that God does that to you—that when you, you know, how do you hold on to God's promises in the moment and not just leave? Like how do you choose to love them still? When you, if you can reflect and and realize that God does that for you every single day. I think it's going to make it easier to do that within a marriage, within a relationship, within all, you know, even friendships. Um, Mm. And you can, you can almost like put yourself in those shoes. I think that that will develop your heart. uh, That will, that will help develop your, your heart for people more. Mm. Um, Because, you know, it's like, Hey, they're just like me in the sense of like, we all have, you know, our crap. And so um, it can, it can develop patience It can develop, you know, you know, a loving heart even in the midst of hard situations or when somebody is being a punk or whatever's happening. Um, so, yeah, you know, and then if nothing ever changes, like, you know, have you changed in your life mm-hmm. when no one thought you could? Like, remember those times, you know? And, again, you know, don't know who you are, but, like, you know, think about that stuff because, like, that can, that can also give hope to something that sounds almost hopeless, you know? Yeah. And, you know, anything is possible. You know, God says that you know anything's possible through what is it? Gosh, it's such a basic verse. What is it? Uh, All things are (laughs)
0: right. All things are possible through Him who strengthens me. Yeah. So it's Christ who
1: strengthens me. You know, if you four thirteen, yes, and if you believe in that, like for yourself, man, you know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There it is,
0: right? I know.
1: Weird. (laughs) One of those days. (laughs) So like. You know, if you if you can believe that for yourself, which sometimes you know it can be hard for yourself, but like you know, and you remember that that is for anybody who believes in Christ. You know, we're all children of God. Like, think about that
0: for that person. Um. Yeah, and one, I'll tell you one of the things about marriage that'll convict you when you understand that marriage is a picture a picture of Christ and the church. Oh yeah. You know, what if Jesus treated you the way that you're feeling like you want to treat someone? So, mm. how many times has Jesus tried to get your attention? Has He tried to get you to change? Has He tried to love you, and you have not? And you have continued to reject Him, continue to do what you want to do. If He, that's one of the things you got to ask yourself: If Jesus treated me the way I'm wanting to treat my spouse, how would it go for me?
2: Mm-hmm. That's really well, your good.
0: answer's right there. You know, if, what if he just, what if he said to you, Hey, I'm always the one trying and I'm tired. So I'm just going to, I think it's easier to run away from you and be, be done with you. That's convicting. Oh yeah. Cling to it. Um, have people in your life you talk to, continue to talk to your spouse, even when it's hard, continue to talk to them, keep letting them know that not like meaning beat them up about how bad they are every day, but say, Hey, I want to love you and I'm struggling. And you know, I just want to share that with you because I don't want to give into these lies in my head. And I think it's cool that you're asking because it shows you do love your spouse hmm so that's anyway good, man. good question oh yeah uh
1: i think you're up my friend. next question do you know anything about ray comfort and ken ham
0: yes uh ray comfort <clears throat> he had a cool show man early in my walk too i kind of stumbled on it and learned a lot from him so he has a show called way of the master he used to it was like, on, I think it was like on the public access channels, but That's it was pretty, cool. kind of a big deal. You could look it up. He had a website. So what it did was he would go out and show you how to do evangelism in the street, sort of, or with people. And he follows what he believes kind of Jesus did and teaches um, by pointing out people can only accept Christ when they realize the, the, the depravity that they sit in, like who they really are. Mm. <clears throat> so, you know, coming to think about things like, you know, the Bible says, you might say that sin, that. Lying is a sin, and a liar goes to hell, along with all these other people, you know, adulterer. And then he goes, hey, have you ever lusted? And he would say, have you ever lusted after a woman in your heart? And the person would be like, yeah. And he goes, then you're, the Bible says you're an adulterer. Have you ever lied? Well, yeah. Then you're a liar, you know, and all these things. And then it sounds harsher than it is, but then at the end he tells them the gospel. Mm. And it was pretty cool, man. So uh, he also is an apologist, so he's debated a few times with, like, cool. atheists. Um, Ken Ham, he's the guy who runs the Creation Museum. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he also does some, uh, he's a creationist too, sort of a, you know, into the scientific aspect of it. I don't know his nice. actual degrees and stuff, but I know that he's done some debates as well and um, <clears throat> sort of supposedly, an e- I'm not say supposedly just because I don't know all of his, but he's sort of an expert on creationism versus, you know, let's say evolution, yeah. the idea of evolution and stuff. So cool. yeah, pretty cool guys. Yeah, dude, that's really cool. All right. Uh AJ, will yes. meditation on scripture and memorizing scripture have any real benefits in your life or in my life?
1: I think if you take it serious, yes. Um, you know, scripture is the living word of God. You know, it talks about That's how good. you know we cannot live on bread alone, but you know, the living word of God is mm-hmm. your bread. So, like, you know, if you take that serious, then yes, it can definitely be beneficial. And memorizing scripture, yes, because if you're ever in a situation where you're doubting or you're in the midst of sin or whatever it is, like if you have something memorized, that can definitely help you. Um, you know, it can, it can help get you back on track. So mm-hmm. like, you know, again, I feel like these are, these are things that will only, uh, these are things that will only help you as much as you're willing to let it help you. Mm-hmm. So, but That's yes, cool. 100% think it, was, it is beneficial. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think it's beneficial too. <clears throat> you will be, <clears throat> shocked at how like we just shared things will come to your mind when you know the, the scripture yes and it's funny because um it's your weapon man it helps you fight against lies it helps you you know you, you it's just the bible does say um that the word of god is, is I actually just read this today in hebrews is a is living and effective you know and mm. it it changes our lives and it equips us and helps us and when we memorize that it's like for lack of a better words sometimes it's like putting bullets in your gun like you're ready be ready for the lies that come, to shoot those down, Yes, and temptations and all that kind of stuff. And also encouragement, man. There's, there's things that, you know, we kind of use the term anchor verse. I have things that anchor me to God's truth. And like, for instance, Romans 8.1, there is no condemnation in Christ. Like, that's so simple, but it's, it's, it's always there. And it's yes. an encouragement to me. So absolutely yes. it has benefits. And the Bible says that wise men meditate on <clears throat> the word of God, on the law, day and night. You know, it says Whew. that in Psalm 1. So, man, good. Hmm.
1: God. <clears throat> what team did you play for in arena league football? What was your position?
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I played, uh, arena football. Um, they called it indoor football. Arena football actually was more like the name of a specific brand. Mm. You don't realize that. So arena league football kind of went out of business at some point, And then they had these professional, <clears throat> they kind of call it professional indoor football because they, I think they might've trademarked arena. Ah, uh. but <clears throat> it's the same thing. So, um, First team I ever played for was the Fort Wayne Firehawks uh, here in, in, which is kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> I had uh, just went there, and tried out, open tryout, and then through my t- they do a testing like combine stuff, and then I um, got called back, mm-hmm. and that was cool. Um, and then eventually got cut from that team, which taught me a lot because. I could go into that some other time. I've told you guys about <laughs> politics, and when you get to that level, like what oh, it's yeah. like, it's almost cutthroat. And it, and and Fun Turn brought this up. It's changed. I have to be careful sometimes because I've played at the level with some really good athletes, guys. Yeah. I'm talking about dudes who have played major Division One football and played in the NFL or CFL. And, yeah. Um. But it's a different it's a different mindset.
2: Different
0: so, environment, man. Yeah, and I could go on to that. And if you guys want to know more stories about that, feel free to ask me. And but I need to know you're interested, and I'll share some like. Maybe if you're interested in it, I could share some like cool stories, oh, yeah. both cool and weird, about my time doing <laughs> that. But uh, then I, uh, I got scouted, <clears throat> weirdly. I didn't know they did this. This guy came from Indianapolis and played on my semi-pro team that I played on, and he had connections with a team in Chicago, the Chicago Slaughter, which Walter Payton's son played for, um, who also played at the U, Miami, and, and played in the NFL for the Titans for a while. Um, so what happened was I played <clears throat> this guy, Connections, It was sort of a pre-scout because he's friends, so he would tell him people if there was ever athletes that he should come look at. And I remember I went up to Battle Creek, Michigan. I played a team up there in semi-pro, and he told me going in this game, this guy, um, his name was Brian. And Brian said, hey, man, I just want you to know there's a guy coming to scout you. and He'll be, you know, they don't tell you what game. And we got to Battle Creek, and he came up to me right before the game started, and he said, hey, you see that guy over there? And there's this big Big Guy over by the fence, he goes, mm-hmm. That guy, that's uh, that guy's the scout, he's a scout for Chicago Slaughter. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> so, we play this team and th- we played against a guy who actually was on full scholarship to the University of Iowa, it was on the semi pro team, he was running back. <clears throat> Big guy, pretty oh, good, sure. Uh, we lost, we were actually down like 35 to nothing or something. And it was kind of cool because I was fired up in halftime and tried to say we got it. We came back and lost 35 28, that wild, Shutting but down weirdly crazy and is kind of a cool god thing is um i had a game of my life against this team even though we lost i had just a wild game dude leading tackler tackles for losses uh you know all that kind of stuff pit sacks picks all that stuff so um i remember coming off off the after a big play and uh brian who's on the that guy i told you about he, he, he sort of helped coach our team and play a little um older guy but he went crazy He was like
3: you're going to chicago
0: you're going to chicago and i was like "Yeah, okay whatever well ended up i, I did and i yeah. got what ended up happening is i got invited to this uh this trout in chicago and i didn't have to pay because i'd been scouted if it's an open trout and you just go to it, <clears throat> it a lot be of a fee yeah you pay a fee and a lot of times like you have to really stand out for them to well i tested there were 200 people there the first time then you get a callback and then it's kind of went and I made it through the three rounds there were five guys left it was funny too it's another cool story I'll tell you how I was doubted of all the people I love telling that story but I'm not gonna tell right now because I'm rambling anyway Chicago slaughter and then made it all the way through made the team and then again didn't didn't make the team like didn't end up playing for them uh, it's a long story, which I could tell again if you're curious. But once you do that, what I don't realize is they're all connected. So you, you do end up getting out there like your yeah. name. So I got called by another team in Marion, Ohio. <clears throat> they were called Marion Blue, Marion Mayhem at the time. They're weird, man. Their owner played for the Steelers and was a running back. <clears throat> and uh, he's a cool guy for the most part. And he called me and he said, hey, man, I remember coming home from where he goes, can you be in Ohio this Thursday? Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm offering you a spot on the team, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yeah, I can do that and uh, pursue that. And then from there, um, ended up playing for a team in Indy, uh, Indian Forcers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were not very good. but And then from there, it's kind of cool. Then you start getting film out, and I was the leading tackle on my team. And I actually, had one of the leading tacklers in the league for a while, even though our team was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then these teams from like Ohio and King County Dogs from Michigan. So the last team that I actually got signed to, Which is weird. They changed my position. So, my position was I played what's called two positions, really. I played what's called a jackbacker in arena football. It's sort of like a strong safety DB. Mm -hmm. My very first game ever in arena, which I always tell you the story, I ended up, I started at cornerback, which is ridiculous. Um, It was 5'10, 210 cornerback. I had one of the best games I ever played, though. And then, um, so I played, then I played jackbacker. It's kind of a linebacker hybrid. And then, the last team I got signed to was the Saginaw Sting, and they actually wanted me to be a a pass rusher, mm-hmm. like that would I would be like a situational pass rusher. Interesting. Yeah, man. and I I didn't want to do that, so I ended up being like, no, nah, man, I've I have all the emails and stuff where I talked to him. He's like, we want to sign you, but we want to move you here, and I'm like, I didn't want to do that. So mm-hmm. that's it. It was fun. Played yeah, with a lot yeah, of man. really good athletes, guys. It made me look like a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, fun stories, man. I told the guys a lot of them, but.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it's fun to listen to, man. Cool. I love listening to it.
0: Um, yep, that's it. Um, yeah, pursue your dreams, guys. You never know what will happen. Um, where's the next one at? Okay, here we go. Do you think it's possible or probable that when the continents start drifting apart, that's around the time the flood happened? So I'm assuming they're saying around the time they started drifting apart. Old Pangea. Looked her up, huh? Pretty impressive.
1: Memory, um, memory from the history class. For heck once, yeah. I actually All right. remembered something from school. Believe it or let's not. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. Do I think that's when the flood happened, dude? I have no idea. I don't know if there's any biblical evidence to that. Do you know?
0: Um, I've heard stuff about this before. Uh, I think it would make sense, man. I mean, mm-hmm. some of it, and we don't know what was submerged and what wasn't. <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> go into the. You know what I'm saying? Plate tectonics. <laughs> we can do some quick research. Fun turns on it. Uh, continents, drift apart, flood. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it would make sense
1: because, yeah. like, how insane the flood was, so it makes sense for, like, you know, one giant piece of land to split because of that. Or
0: some part, a low part to be covered. Mm-hmm, and yeah. That stuff that's left is hot, you know what I mean? We that makes know. sense,
1: yeah, and that's, you know. It'd be really high, I guess, but still, you don't know. I, you know what, man? That's actually freaking, I've never heard that, actually, before. That if if Geologist. just, the, just if the uh the land was just that you know like yeah. like hillier that like it was that you know the depth was so different that instead of it breaking apart it actually just had water.
0: I definitely believe that's part of some of the stuff, hmm. right? Like if Atlantis existed, it it would be on there.
1: I'll leave it at that. Just, never hey, mind. <laughs> I was going to mention nothing, <laughs> something else, but find?
3: on a website called AnswersGenesis org, heard of them. Nice. Uh, they say Incredible. there's a large <laughs> geological and biblical support for the idea of Pangaea, an original supercontinent. It appears the landmass rapidly broke apart during the global flood by process of cad- catastrophic plate tectonics, CBT. Plate, uh, the yes. movements of the plates Did also really plate formed the or? ocean basins and mountains in today's world. And, Genesis, and then it goes on to explain more of it.
0: Well done, question asker. It appears that is certainly nice. possible, and maybe even probable. Wow! All right, <clears throat> huh. here's my quote. Good job, fun turn. Thank huh. you. Yeah. Do you
1: think that? No, I got okay. I got to make sure I'm getting this in the right order. Sure. You know how they had the Tower of Babel. Did that I happen before it. or after the flood? Uh, before. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind, didn't work. <laughs> All right, you're up, my friend. I think. All right, it says the plenty that Paul says he's had in Philippians four twelve. Is that referencing when he was a Pharisee?
0: Philippian. Yeah. I think I even know the exact thing they're talking about. Nice, Like the section because it's the part about contentment. I would imagine mm-hmm. four twelve. Yes, sir. Four twelve. Uh, I start at ten. I rejoice in the Lord greatly because once again you renewed your care for me. This is. Paul, you were in fact concerned about me, but lacked the opportunity to allow it. Verse 11, I don't say this out of need, for I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. 12, I know how to make do with little, and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I've learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need. I've been able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No, hmm. I think what is specific, what he's meaning by that is he's had good times, and times when he had plenty of food and you know, was surrounded by friends and not going through hardship, and he knew what that was like. Yeah, and what, where he found real contentment, but he also knew when he is in prison and scorpions are getting him. You know, and all those snakes and, <laughs> yeah. and beatings he had. So he's learned that whether in the good times and the bad, on the hilltop or the valley, mm. either one, right? That the only true contentment has come from his from a relationship with Christ.
1: Whew. So That's really good. It's a good, question,
0: good question, though. He definitely did have that. It would have been interesting for him. It makes you wonder sometimes in his humanness that he ever go, man, I miss not being hated by everyone. Yeah. But or it makes you or wonder the fact that he knew he was so content that he didn't even think that way.
1: It makes you wonder, like it made me wonder about like the times he like like he got bit by the snake, right? Mm-hmm. Like if he was just like you know how we, we can kind of throw those fits sometimes when like the smallest things happen. Mm-hmm. Clearly getting bit by a snake's a big deal. <laughs> but like in the big scheme of things, it's probably a small bump in the hill for Paul. But it makes you wonder how angry he was when it happened. <laughs> you know, because yeah. we always like, you know, like you stub your toe and you're just like, this sucks. Yeah, no <laughs> it makes you wonder if he was like that. But like you said, who knows? Maybe
0: his contentment was so high that it just He didn't even think that way. Yeah. He's like oh, I'm a sneak. <laughs> um I'm sure it hurt, but uh, all right, here's a kind of a statement cast ca- statement sort of comment. Mm-hmm. Uh Todd, AJ, Clint, Blake, and Austin. Listen to Real Talk After Hours. Great stuff. I agree with all, you get, with all you guys said. People need to wake up. He's got exclamation points here, so he's passionate. You're mm-hmm. he she. Christians need to read the living word of God. The news, me- the news media narrative is trash. I listen to Bot Radio a lot. I have heard of Bot, I've never <laughs> done it. They talk about... That was me interjecting, by the way. My apologies. I'll go start back. The news media narrative is trash. I listen to Bot Radio a lot. They talk about issues you will never hear discussed by normal news media. Love you guys. Keep looking up. Jesus lives. Amen. Love you, too. Appreciate you very much I think I do know Who wrote that one mm-hmm. Just because I know some of his uh, Sayings man We love you a lot Thank you so much Thank for the you encouragement Absolutely Thank you for I appreciate you watching After Hours Yeah Yeah Absolutely And for being a supporter So we know yes, it's one of the real you. ones Awesome hmm. Huh I bumped my mic I hope that wasn't heard <laughs> Who is that? All right, we're seeing if there's any big mega church. Oh, okay, checking to see we've got so much good news, man, and we just good we, news, huh? I mean, yeah, good point. Good, uh, real views, real news, but I think we'll probably save that right now.
1: Yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty decently long episode, I think. Yeah, agreed. All right,
0: well. I thought I was going to sneeze, dude. I felt like I was going to sneeze. Guys, <laughs> we appreciate you being here with us and giving us a platform to be able to share and process. I want to thank you two guys, especially. Um, but we love you so much, probably more than you know. We care about you. Mm. Even if we haven't gotten the chance to know your name, we we pray for you. We pray that this encourages you. We love you. Please pray for us. Uh, man, we would love to get to know you. And, and one ways we can do that is through the comments that you leave on various whatever uh, platform you're listening to this on. If you could give us a review or a follow, depending on where you're at, that would also, or a subscribe or a rumble, wherever you're listening to this, we'd really appreciate that. You know, the more of those you have, the better chance that people are going to see this. Absolutely. And um, we don't think we're perfect. We know we have a lot of room to grow. uh, And we were also always open to ideas and suggestions for segments for the show or the podcast or ideas. You know, or constructive criticism, and the keyword is constructive. <laughs> uh, I don't like your face; is not constructive. That hasn't happened, but <laughs> not gonna, um, just yeah, we just want you to know we really appreciate you guys and love you a lot. And mm. I love you two guys too, man. Love very very man. thankful today, overwhelmed with that. Mm. So,
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. you too so
0: coming good job. on. Good job. good job, fun turn. thoughts and sharing your life, man. Thank you.
3: Good job to you guys too. Thanks,
1: Thanks dude.
0: Yeah, you got anything you want to say, my friend? I honestly do. I think you covered it. I'm All good. Right. good. Uh, fun turn.
3: I think you covered it for me, too, honestly.
0: All right, guys. Well, that's it. You heard it. Speak for Fun Turn one way. Give us a uh, five-star review if you have the opportunity to do that. Um, Those do mean a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, We want you to be honest, but we hope that if you like it, you just give it a five-star. That helps. The more of those we have, again, the more people might be willing to check this out. Oh, yeah. So, and help us. like Send your stories to us. If this has impacted you, please don't assume we always know. So sending us, whether it's even in the the anonymous um, question box, you can do it that way, we'll still get it oh, yeah. wwwtheremnantlife www.thereminant.life slash real dash talk. Um, you can also, again, if you feel like donating to this ministry, even as a one time, you can do that at wwwtheremnantlife slash give. You know, one of the things I want to leave you guys with, I've been trying to do this lately is... <clears throat> Um, when you get confused, right, you get confused about life as a believer, if you're a believer out there, if you're not a believer, this applies to you too, but in a little different way. If you get confused in life out there, you feel like, man, I just don't feel like I have a direction, or I'm feeling really down, or I'm feeling like, you know, where are you, God? Here's what I would tell you. Real faith is not found when we feel good, right? It doesn't mean it's not there. What I'm saying is it's not... Faith is what we do when we don't feel like doing it. So one... Don't beat yourself up if you're having those kind of low moments, right? Mm. Uh, you, that's part of walking through all this. But two, and then this is, I'm saying this to myself too get in the Word, man. What do you have to lose? Get in the Word, read God's Word, pray, and not in some sort of anxious way that we can sometimes do, but just laying it before Him and inviting Him into the situation because He only has good for you. The Bible mm. tells us that in Romans, right? He says, uh, God works out all things for the good of those who believe according to His purposes. And his purposes are good because he loves us and he wants good for us, right? Mm. So, if you don't know Jesus and that means you're not a Christian, you probably have a lot of hurts. Very rarely I've learned nowadays in America does it have to do with you just don't know. I mean, you may you probably don't know the true gospel, but you probably have a lot of hurts too and sort of stereotypes that you think about Christians. And honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, some of them are true, maybe a lot of them. But I'll tell you the person... Um, where the stereotypes are never going to be true And that's Jesus himself And the only place you're going to find who he really is Is in the Bible Go open up the Bible Look at the Gospel of Luke Or the Gospel of Matthew uh, Mark even Any of them But, but if you want to start with one, Maybe the Gospel of Luke And just read his real words What mm. he said And ask him to show himself to you And he will So God loves you so much right where you're at You're never alone We love you too If you ever need anything um, Or you're feeling alone Feel free to use the link for that as well Other than Absolutely. that We love you guys so much Have a great day God bless you